At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? Welcome in. It is The Edge. You heard it from one Brenton Musburger. we got a good show on tap today. Coming up in 30 minutes from now, Micah Adams, of course, of the sporting news. Does a great job covering the NBA. Will join us as we have... A game of five tonight, an all-important game five, Matt Humans. You want a nice statistic? As uh, Matt, of course, is with me here, as he is every single day. Uh, I wrote about this today up in the uh, column, and we had, I th- was it after game three, the 82 or 83% mark? 82%. Right. So uh, this is also a very similar number, but we have a record behind it. The winner of a best-of-seven series that was tied 2-2 in game five going forward, so the winner tonight, is 182 and 40 all time in the series. That would be any playoff series, obviously, not mm-hmm. play, uh, not, not uh, NBA Finals. So an 82% win mark. So again, tonight's pretty important in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it's uh, it's important, but it's not everything. And for the from the Celtics' perspective, you've got probably got two cracks to win one road game and win the championship. Mm-hmm. I think if the Celtics <laughs> lose tonight in Game Five, they're going to be a great bet in Game Six, and then we're going seven. Uh, let's look at these numbers. Boston by the numbers. Does this give you more confidence in the Celtics tonight going on the road? Eight and three road record in the playoffs, only six and five at home. Seven and no record after a loss in the playoffs, and 13 and one after a loss since late January. So this team has been very resilient. It's been very tough to beat on the road. Uh, yeah, I think so. And look, these are pretty small sample sizes, so let's add to those sample sizes. Um, in the ro- on the road, if you include the regular season, 31 and 21 straight up, 33, 17 and two against the spread mm-hmm. for the Boston Celtics. Pretty good. Uh, coming off of a loss this entire year, 27 and 11 straight up, 26 and 12 against the spread, the Boston Celtics. So a lot of people like these you know, short sample sizes because it's sexy to say 7-0 and after a loss. Well, that's, but they've been doing this all year long. That's, well, I wouldn't say all year long. They've been doing it since January, right? Well, 2022 is a year, is it not? Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to go back to the beginning <laughs> no, of the no, season. No. Didn't say season. October, said November, December, they w- really weren't doing that. Uh, but right. the Celtics have been a different team since January. Uh, I... I think you have to have a little bit more confidence in the Celtics because they've had so much success on the road and they believe they can win on the road. They won here in San Francisco in game one. Um, but again, you know, you look at the big picture, and tonight I think if the, uh, if the Warriors do get this game, hey, the Celtics are still in a decent position. Mm-hmm. They're just going to have to win a game seven on the road. You're going to have to win five or seven on the road and uh, take care of business on their home court. 
And uh, we've seen, I, I think the biggest deal is what I talked with you about yesterday in Hardwood Handicappers. The Celtics had a chance to take the series by the throat on Friday night. If, if they had won that game and gone up 3-1 in the series on their home floor, they were going to be about minus 500 series favorites. Might have been higher. The line might have been higher. Right. And now they're series underdogs out here at the uh, South Point Sportsbook. Uh, Golden State minus 140 to win the series on the board, minus 170 in tonight's Game 5. So there's a lot. I, I think there's a lot to get to, obviously. Um, I did two hours on it yesterday. You can bleed a lot out of a series mm-hmm. like this. Uh, but let's uh, let's start from the Celtics perspective first. And I know that you wanted to talk about this. So let's hear first from Jalen Brown. Because as you said, I think, and I've said this a couple of times about the Celtics throughout this entire postseason, I think when you watch them lose, to me, more often than not, it is about what the Celtics have failed to do as opposed to what the opponent did to them. Although Steve Kerr and the Warriors did, I think, some pretty good things in that game four. I'm going to, I'll say that yeah. most times I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, but Friday night we have to give a ton of credit Dude. to Stephen Curry for He's, playing one of the greatest games in finals history. We went back <laughs> and watched it again. It's, like, it, it was incredible. It was, it was wild. It's wild. And like, we were complaining about like the drop coverage and whatnot. There's, there's the one I keep going back to is Al Horford comes up on a screen. He doesn't drop. He comes up on it. Sidestep buries the three from the left wing. Like mm-hmm. Curry, Curry was incredible. But first, let's hear from Jalen Brown because I think a lot of people would think kind of along the line of the Celtics screwed this up. You could have been up three one, man. How you feeling about this? Yeah. And Jalen Brown did not sound that negative. Um, yeah, you could take positive out of anything. Obviously, I think we could be in a better position than we're in, um, but we're not. Uh, it's 2-2. Um, still nothing to hang your head about. A lot of great basketball still in front of us. So um, you take what you've – you take what our mistakes and what we learn from and you apply it as best you can going forward. Um, I, I still think we're in a great spot, so – I'm excited to see how we respond over the next couple of days. I mean, it's exciting. It's the the biggest stage in the world, you know, and I'll take our group, our guys um, versus anybody. So I'm looking forward to it. Nothing to hang the head about. A lot of great basketball still in front of us. Still think we're in a great spot. Jalen Brown, would you agree with that? I wouldn't say a great spot. But in a uh, in a decent spot, mm-hmm. uh, you were in a great spot if you would have won Game Four. <laughs> right. and then you would have been in a dominant spot. Obviously, that's what he has to say. You have to take an op- optimistic viewpoint of this uh, from the Boston side. And you know, I'm a little bit disappointed that the Celtics didn't play better Friday night. I'm not surprised at all that this series is two-two going back to San Francisco for Game Five. Like I said, I picked the Celtics in seven. I thought it was going to be a long back and forth series, and that's exactly what we've had. Yeah, the, and we haven't really noted it yet, so it should be uh, said. Uh, the Warriors are four-point favorites today. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's three-and-a-halves out there, so there's a, there's a range of numbers. Uh, four at most spots, but three-and-a-halves are out there. The real move here has been the total, opening up 213-and-a-half. We're now as low as 210-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. Through four games, it's the 2-2 split to the over and the under. Um, but it is worth noting that that third game, game three, total of 214-and-a-half and had a total of 216 points and Obviously, Friday was a very good play to the under. Uh, we watched that. What was that? Two hundred and four points, if I remember correctly. One hundred seven ninety-seven. Yeah, so somewhere in that range. Uh, but regardless, if you look at this and in, in today, this is what I kind of wanted to focus on because I'm really fascinated by what happened on Friday. Because we're gonna do, we're all gonna focus on Curry, which we should. Curry was incredible. Over forty points. We talked about it. I think he's the second oldest player to have a forty and ten game in an NBA Finals. You know, you know what's remarkable about yeah. him. His conditioning is uh, off the charts. Yeah. Just the way this guy, he moves without the ball, constantly running off screens. He's like a shark. He never stops moving. And uh, He's all they got. What? He's all they got from an offense creation well, standpoint. He's all they have. Well, he can create. Uh, he can create shots for other guys too, just because he draws so much attention uh, from the defense. Clay Thompson was pretty good in Game Three. We have to give him credit for that. I thought Clay Thompson was really good in Game Three, actually, uh, even though the Celtics won that game by 16. But Stephen Curry is so good that the other guys around him are going to get uh, some opportunities because he just draws the entire defense to him. You know, he shot 7 for 14 from 3 in that game, JVT, mm-hmm. and uh, those were contested threes for the most part. Yep. No, they're like, there wasn't really – that's why this, this conversation about complaining about the way the Celtics have been defending him, I, I actually – I don't hate the way that they have defended him because what you're trying to do is just stay at home on everybody else. And you're t- like you said, the workload he's got, it's incredible. Yeah, I said this on the show yesterday. His field goal attempts per game in this series, the highest since 2019, mm-hmm. the, the load on his shoulders is immense. And when I say they're all that the, he's all that they got, it's not in terms of scoring, but you said it. 
every bit of creation for this offense is coming from Steph Curry. You're not giving the ball to Kelly Thompson to create offense. You're not giving the ball to Andrew Wiggins to create offense. If you're getting an open shot, it's <laughs> off of some Curry action. Am I right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean when you say he's all that they have. His point total props are up to 31 and a half, and you're going to think long and hard about betting that under because he's going to get the attempts in terms of scoring. But And that's what I mean by it. But like when you talk about the way that the Celtics defend him, I, I don't have a big problem with it. But what I'm more interested in, and I think you're going to be interested in this angle, is what does Steve Kerr do – with Draymond Green and Kevon Looney. Because on Friday, what he did, I thought, was really smart. Not so much the starting lineup. The starting lineup putting Otto Porter Jr. in there was weird. But in the fourth quarter, for five minutes, when they were down by three, he yanks Draymond Green. Yeah. He puts Kevon Looney in there. They outscore the war, the uh, Celtics by seven points. And by the time Draymond Green gets back in the game with about three minutes left, they're up by three. And he goes offense-defensive with, with them the rest of the way. He subs out Jordan Poole for Draymond Green on defensive possessions. Yep. Subs in for Poole. Draymond Green on, uh, you know you know what I'm saying there, vice versa. So first, I wanted to hear from Draymond if we could, because he talked about this after the game, and this is the important part, because Draymond's got to buy in, right? Draymond's got to be like, all right, this is probably how this is going to get handled going forward, and he talked about it. Not happy, and you saw it in game four, but seems to be bought into, if this is going to be the role, this is going to be the role. Definitely never thrilled coming out of the game with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter in a must-win game. I'm not going to sit here and act like uh, <laughs> I was thrilled. Um, I'm a competitor, but um, at the end of the day, if that's what coach decides, then you roll with it. And, you know, I had to keep my head in the game and, you know, whenever I went back in, try to make some plays. And so uh, that was just my mindset. You know, don't make too much of it. Uh, I've always, I've always been of the, um, on the bandwagon of, you know, if you got something that's rolling, you, you stick with it. In game three, Matt, they got crushed on the boards. Game four, out-rebounded the Celtics 55-42. to 42. Mm -hmm. When Kevon Looney's on the floor, they grab 55% of the available rebounds. When he's off the floor, that drops to 45%. It, like, Curry's super important, but the linchpin actually might be Kevon Looney for Golden State tonight. Let's hear from Steve Kerr talking about that, too, because I agree. I think, you know, I thought the biggest difference, one of the biggest differences in game three was that the Celtics crushed the Warriors in terms of rebounding. Yeah. And they reversed that in game four. Draymond Green, by the way, knows he has sucked on the offensive end of the floor. And that's part of being a leader. You have to be mature enough to know that you got to step by. It's better for the team if uh, Looney gets some of his minutes. Well, and we'll hear from Kerr on the other side because okay. he's a little long-winded. Okay. Uh, but I will say this as we kind of look, and this is what I'm really interested to see what the start's going to be. If you're, Lo if you're Steve Kerr, do you start Kevon Looney? Do you dare to bench Draymond Green? No, I don't, think you bench him. Look like? I don't think you bench him. I don't think you bench him. Actually, uh, you, you sub in Looney, and over the course of the game, he gets more minutes. But I would not uh, really mess with the starting lineup in terms of uh, how that goes. By the way, this is, a, this is just a tough matchup for Draymond Green. The Celtics are bigger, yep. more physical, more athletic than he is. Uh, he's out. He's <laughs> he's kind of outmanned here by a Boston team. That's a bad matchup for him, and that's why it makes more sense to play Kevon Lee. By the way, this is a great week in sports. We're going to have two or three NBA Finals games. we got the third golf major of the year, the U.S. Open. Uh, pretty fired up for this week. And I know final puck drops later this that's week, right. too. Man, yeah, it's going to be a great week. It's going to be a great show. So don't go anywhere. Coming back in 15 minutes, Mike Adams will be with us as we discuss further about what's going on with the NBA Finals as Game 5 comes up later tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, do you want some more insight on how to bet the finals? Check out the Hardwood Handicappers podcast. v senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel will be doing a special post-game podcast immediately following every finals game, and we'll give you an early look at how to bet the next game in the series. So if the Warriors win tonight, he's going to tell you to hammer the Sixer Celtics six. in game six. Be quite the, uh, That's a tongue twist. Celtics in six. Has a nice ring to Hardwood it. Handicappers Podcast free, available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. What did you say after game four on your podcast? Bet the Celtics in game five or no? Uh, that, uh, you know what? So, yes. In fact, I said by my numbers, right, and I wrote about it today, uh, Celtics would be the play. Again, just sticking to, hey, I make the Celtics this on a neutral court. So today, like, I think this number should be more like two and a half. As did you take the four? four? So I didn't, and okay. I wrote about that as well. I am now kind of – now that we're at the point where – it's best two out of three with home court back in the Warriors' favor. I'm taking your approach now. I don't think there's a need for me to get involved anymore on a game-to-game basis, given the position that I've got, until, like, you know, game six. And I still don't think I'm going to hedge. I still have faith in this Celtics team that they're mm-hmm. going to be able to pull this off. Um, like you said, my, my original pick was Celtics in six. I did have the Celtics in five wager. But for the official NBA Finals preview, kind of still along the lines that we could have here. They're a road team. We've gone through all the numbers, how good they are away from home. Very plausible scenario that they win this game and then can close it out back in Boston in game six. So, still got faith. Still got faith. You better have faith. You've been all in on the on the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, look, I just don't think you know, you don't need to bet tonight's game. Right. Game five, you've already got enough riding on the Celtics. That's, and that's kind of anyway. how I put it today. Yeah. I was like, look, like if you ask me, the play is Boston. But am I going to do it because of where I'm at? No. So, you always got to be up front. But you uh, can always live bet the game, too. And I say this all the time. Hey, if the Warriors get up 15 and you can grab a number like Celtics plus 10, mm-hmm. grab it. Well, and this has been a pretty, yeah. like, uh, like, Final results aside, even the 16-point deficit that the Celtics won by the other day was a game three. These have been relatively tight games mm-hmm. going into the fourth quarter. The fourth quarters just obviously have made the difference in this of series. Of course. I think some of the scores have looked uh, a little bit lopsided, but all these games have been good. Right. Well, and it's – how about this? And this is the point I brought up because I've been asked a lot about this on spots and interviews. And uh, what about these blowouts? I just think that we're t- – this is a different game now. And a 15-point final score is built a little bit differently when you watch it, right? Yeah. So, like, a 107-97 final the other night, you're like, oh, another double-digit victory. Well, no. If you watched the game, it was tight throughout the oh. entire contest. It was worth watching the entire way. Well, in fact, uh, game one, when the Celtics blew it open 40-11 to 11 in the People fourth quarter at one point, that was, a, that was a tight game right. when the fourth quarter started. Anyway, at DraftKings today, for what it's worth, 69% of the money, 61% of the bets on Golden State at minus three and a half. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it's worth something. That's more of a public shop, so I think it tells you where the public is putting their money, uh, at least, again, at one book. So we were talking about what I think is, outside of Steph Curry, one of the more important factors, and that would be Kevon Looney. So I wanted to play this for you. This was after game four, and I thought this was interesting because Kerr brings up how important Looney has been, and this is what every smart person does, Matt Humans. He admits when he's wrong. Mm-hmm. And Kerr even says in this, like, yeah, I messed up. Remember, come on, Looney. Didn't play in the fourth quarter of game three. I think he had like 16 minutes, something like that. He says it after the game on Friday. He's like, I should have played Looney more. Yeah, Loon is, uh, is just crucial to everything we do. He's our best screener, uh, our best rebounder, uh, one of our smartest players. He's always in the right spot. You know, he made, I thought, the biggest bucket of the game when um, after um, Horford made the three from the corner. 
Draymond made the, uh, the, the pass out of the pocket to Loon. He finished with that left hand. Uh, so Loon has just grown uh, leaps and bounds, you know, um, this year. He's been really good for us over the years. Um, but this year in particular, he's, he's taken a leap um, to a point where, you know, he's, uh, he's just, uh, you know, irreplaceable for us. Um, and he's uh, played in every game, and he's a, a guy we count on. I didn't play him enough in game three. You know, that was my mistake. Um, so it was important to get him out there, and he had a huge impact on the game. So Looney's going to be a really important factor for Golden State. I think you're right. I don't think you start him. You bring him off the bench because that allows you to play him more in the fourth quarter because you're kind of floating with, like, mm -hmm. you know, I think almost taxing him too much if you're playing uh, if him 30-plus minutes. If you bench Draymond Green, then you're messing with his head a little bit too much. Right. Too. Well, and he, it was not good offensively, <laughs> as we talked about. Right. So the flip side of this is how the Celtics respond, and that's the exciting part about it because Ime Udoka's got two pretty good front-court players, and Al Horford mm -hmm. and Robert Williams. And as the series has gone along, he's staggered them a little bit more. You know, I, I talked about it yesterday. I wrote about it this morning where if you looked at, like, in Game 3, for example, the start of the first half, the start of the second half, they were on the floor together, but from the seven-minute mark on in the third quarter, they never were on the floor together again, right? He's just staggering them back and right. forth, going opting for a little bit of a smaller lineup. You would think that now, as this kind of moves forward, well, I think you got to start to see more minutes with Al Horford and Robert Williams together if Looney's going to be out there more. And this is what I like about series like this. Like, this is the chess match back and forth of, okay, now it's in Udoka's hands. What are you going to do as you move forward here? Will you see him combat this with a little bit of a bigger lineup if Kevon Looney's going to play more minutes? All right, that's one of the great things about a, a long NBA series is you get these adjustments. And if you're really into basketball strategy, enjoy watching stuff like this and see how coaches uh, respond. And I think Steve Kerr's doing the right thing here because, like I said, I, I really believe the – uh, Boston Celtics are a bad matchup for Draymond Green. Mm -hmm. And a better matchup is Kevon Looney. Uh, so you, you've got to go bigger. And I think Looney gives the Warriors a better shot. And uh, Draymond Green's got to realize that, too. And also, doesn't he just look – his confidence looks so fragile on the offensive end right really now. Does. He looks like he's hesitant to shoot even when he's wide open. So that's I think that's pretty obvious to everyone. And uh, you, you've got to get Looney on the floor for more minutes. You're not worried about somebody's feelings at this point. You're not worried about ego. You're trying to win. Yep. And if you got to bench one of your stars, and I, I'm saying you don't bench him. You can still start him. But maybe Green plays 18 minutes and Looney plays 30. That'd be interesting. I mean, 20. The important yeah. dynamic Green is, plays 22 minutes and Looney plays 30. Who knows? The important dynamic is less minutes for Draymond, however that plays out, and more minutes for Kevon Looney. Right. And that happened. While Draymond played more minutes in the game overall, his minutes got cut into and Looney's rose. And I think that's the important part of what happened on Friday. So here's the other factor for me, and you've touched on this a couple of times, and it kind of just ties to what we've brought up with the Celtics, which is the, the nature of shooting themselves in the foot almost. And I will bring this stat up again, and this has been an important one for this team, and it's the one thing I mentioned at the beginning of the series, if the Celtics were going to lose, it was going to be partly because their clutch offense has not been good. Mm -hmm. To refresh some of you who don't remember, Celtics in clutch time, which is again, game within five points, five or fewer minutes to go in the, in the contest, right? The Celtics in the regular season, 26th in net rating in clutch minutes. They're outscored by 9.5 points every 100 possessions. They were 13-22 and 22 in games in the regular season that went into clutch minutes. And while they have a winning record, in the postseason in clutch minutes, they're 7-5 and five in games that went to clutch time. They have a negative 14.2 net rating mm -hmm. in those games. And if you look at what happened on Friday, Matt, five minutes of clutch time and what happened, well, if you look at it, they went 0-6 from the floor. They turned it over once. Meanwhile, the Golden State Warriors hit three or four three-point shots and ultimately beat them up in yeah. clutch minutes. And that's kind of the problem. What did we watch in the fourth quarter? That offense got stagnant as hell. They weren't doing anything on the offense. Right, it, got, it got stagnant. Also, they just played dumb basketball. Yep. And they didn't play to their strengths. And you and I talked about that a little bit on your Hardwood Handicapper show yesterday. I want to hear from uh, Jason Tatum and Al Horford about this because it kind of goes back to what we talked about last week when uh, the coach walks into the huddle and says, well, you guys stop playing like a-holes, right. right? And that's the immaturity sometimes that we see from the Celtics team, the dumb turnovers and just not playing to their strengths on the offensive end. So let's do a – can we do – let's do Tatum not doing this on purpose because I think that's a better way to put this because he was asked about it. Like essentially, like what's going on? Like how do you deal with playing like this and putting yourselves in position that you're screwing it up? And he's like, dude, we don't do this-ish on purpose, man. I mean, we don't do this shit on purpose. <laughs> I promise you we don't. Um, you know, 
we we trying as hard as we can, but <clears throat> we do like there's certain things that we got to clean up. Obviously, turnovers, uh, movement on the offensive end. Um, you know, would we have liked to win today and be a three-one? That would have been the best case scenario, but um, it's the finals, and you know, in the art of competition, you know, they came here with you know no feeling like they had to win. I mean, you know, it wasn't easy, and I think that's um, it's kind of the beauty of it. That is, it is not going to be easy, and it shouldn't be. Um, you know, we both won it, and you know, we got to go take it. So I got to tell you, there is we don't have time for Horford, but Horford was kind of mm -hmm. laughing about it too. We see Tatum kind of laugh at it. You get a certain. I was talking about this yesterday. I guess you get a certain confidence when you consistently respond after getting your backs up against the wall. We saw it in the Milwaukee series. Saw it in the Miami series. Maybe we'll see it again here. There's also something to be said, Matt. Of like you're playing with fire a little bit, and at one point you might actually get burned if you're consistently putting yourself in this position to have to go on the road two out of three potentially and win an NBA Finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you, you what seven. Seven games with Milwaukee and the Greek Freak. Yep. You went seven with uh, the Heat and Jimmy Butler. If you go seven with uh, Stephen Curry and the Warriors, you are playing with fire because Curry might just shoot the lights out in game seven. There's not much you can do uh, to beat him. But Al Horford's, uh, I guess, what he was basically saying is we took too many possessions for granted. If you do that against the Warriors, you can be in trouble. They can rip off a 10-0 run in just over a minute, and it's yep. a different game all of a sudden. Anyway... Uh, we got more to talk about with the NBA Finals next. Micah Adams, right? Yeah, Micah Adams is going to join us. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on it. There's a lot more to get to here, folks, uh, especially when we talk about the adjustments that Ime Doke has been making. And also, uh, let's talk with Micah about these defensive possessions that the Celtics have been running. Is this drop coverage really going to work against Golden State as we move forward in this series? This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, the third major of the golf season is here, and you can get in on the action with the Doers Major Championship Challenge. Draft in two free fantasy golf contests, one classic, and one round four showdown, and compete for your share of 10,000 in total prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Doers now to play free. DraftKings.com slash Doers. All right, let's continue our coverage of the NBA Finals, the all-important Game 5 over in San Francisco tonight. We bring in Micah Adams of the Sporting News to give us some time today and break it all down. Micah, it's always good to talk to you, man. So I will start with the most important topic, which is Steph Curry Friday uh, proves yet again how incredible he is. But don't you still think he needs a Finals MVP to shore up that legacy? He does, man. <laughs> look, I, look, look, I know you, you maybe say it mockingly, but the problem is that the fact that you're even mockingly asking me that means that there are people out there who seriously do talk yes. about this. Um, I, like it or not, that's the, that's the climate we live in. That's the state of sort of NBA discourse. And I actually think, like, not only could he win it even if they lose, I actually think he should win it uh, even if the Golden State Warriors go on to lose. Uh, look, I just earlier this morning, I took some time. I went through each of the last 52 finals MVPs to see if I could find a, a, an actual real case for anyone from a losing team to win it. It's really just LeBron in 2015. That's it. Uh, what we're seeing from Steph truly is unprecedented. And I think when you combine sort of what how he's done this as a one-man band, combined with a really underwhelming performance from Jason Tatum, I think Jalen Brown's been really good, but there's not like a clear-cut Boston Celtic I think it's Steph, and then I think it's a really wide gap before we even get to anybody else. How awkward would that be, by the way, if the uh, Celtics win Game Seven in San Francisco, and uh, they're celebrating on the court, and they call out Stephen Curry to receive the NBA Finals MVP award? It actually has not happened since Jerry West in 1969, when the Lakers lost to the Celtics in seven games. Well, I also found out yeah. that I guess that year that was the first year that they voted for the NBA Finals MVP, and there was also Micah. Maybe you know this and confirm it. Did they also vote for that before the series ended? Is that true too? I, I, I believe it is true, and I, I think it was so far off the radar of anybody. <laughs> There's an old clip on YouTube. If you go, it's like a complete afterthought. Nobody even knows that it's happening. It's just. Sort of like a throw in, oh, by the way, Jerry West is the finals MVP. Like, it wasn't a thing. Nobody knew it was happening. Um, obviously, that is not the case anymore as we're sitting here talking about it, you know, before game five. So, 
Micah, when you look at uh, Stephen Curry right now, minus 140, 50 to be finals MVP, Tatum at about plus 180, Jalen Brown 7-1, to one, and Marcus Smart about 65-1. to one. Anybody you would bet here, if you had to bet one player, who would you bet? Would it be Curry? Would you lay the price? No, I, I actually like I as as much as I think Curry is the is the best chance here. I have no idea why there's that massive gap between Tatum and Brown because I I think just if you remove the names and you just looked at what they've done, sort of blind resume, I think it's Jalen Brown pretty easily, right? What, I mean, I I don't understand the difference mm-hmm. in value. Uh, that you're getting right there. So I think that Jalen Brown is far and away the best value, even if I do ultimately think it's probably going to be Curry. Music to my ears. Music to my ears. Uh, All right, let's go with – I'll set up this question like this. So Curry in this series, uh, Micah, 34 points. He is shooting 49% from the floor, 49% from three-point range. Are the Celtics defending him and the Warriors properly with the way that they have been approaching these pick and rolls, uh, this drop coverage that everybody keeps talking about it? Udoka seems pretty confident that they're nearly not going to blink and they're they're going to continue to go down this route. Do you think it is the right path for Boston? Uh, look, oddly, I, I, I kind of do. I would continue to put the onus on Golden State's role players uh, to come through. I, I think that they're doing the right thing by not completely selling out and stuff. But I mean, even, even when they do, right? Like, I, I know that Boston, they're, they're, they're incredibly uh, hesitant to change from that drop coverage that you talk about. We, we saw them make that adjustment uh, after the first quarter of game one where Steph goes ballistic. He hits six threes. They changed their approach, and I think he won the rest of the game, right? Uh, what That sort of approach has not worked uh, since the second, third, or fourth quarters of game one. If I were them, honestly, I, I would dare Steph to score 40, and I would dare everybody else in that team to hit a jump shot. Uh, so far, they, they've barely been able to do enough to keep this 2-2. Uh, I, so I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I honestly, I'm not sure what you do because of the, it, I don't think it honestly matters how you guard Steph because he just doesn't need any time at all. The, the margin for error is basically zero when you're guarding him anyway. So why completely sell out and start shepherding open shots to everybody else? So uh, I, I actually think that this is just they have to live and die by by sort of how they're playing. How do you think game five is going to play out? Have you had a good feel for the series up to this point? Right now it's uh, Golden State minus four, total of uh, two, ten and a half. The, the totals come down a little bit here. How do you think this game's going to play out tonight? Look, my, my heart says Golden State. My heart says I want to watch Steph do it again. But look, we've seen sort of Boston do this the entire postseason long, right? They're 7-0 and coming off a defeat. And I, and I think really the key is uh, as, as simple as will they stop turning the ball over, right? I think in two losses in this series, they're giving up 26.5 points off turnovers per game. That number's down to 14 in the two wins. That same exact trend has been the case uh, all postseason long, and, and I think it, it, so it, it starts with turnovers and it ends with Jason Tatum. He's got to be better. We know that he has it in him, though, right? Like his two best games of the postseason both came on the road, right, especially the game six in Milwaukee down 3-2. He has yet to have a 30-point game this series, something he – I believe he has eight of them uh, this postseason. So I think Tatum's going to be better. I think Boston will not turn the ball over, and this has sort of been their recipe. You count them out, they wait till the adversity hits, and then you see the best version of Boston. I do think they're going to win game five. Yeah, uh, that 46 points, 17 to 32, uh, Mike is referencing in that game six game uh, in Milwaukee that forced the game seven. They mm-hmm. ultimately won. So, Michael, one of the other things that Matt and I have been talking about coming out of game four uh, was Steve Kerr, Kevon Looney, Draymond Green, and how he has approached this. So it does seem like you're probably going to get a similar approach, I would assume. Kevon Looney coming off the bench, playing nearly 30 minutes a game. So my question would be, if you're Ime Udoka, how do you handle this? He's been staggering Robert Williams and Al Horford a little bit more as the series has gone along. Do we see more minutes with that dual big front court from uh, the Celtics? today you think I, I do yeah I, I look I, the way that Robert Williams uh, played uh, b- both in game three and game four I, I don't know if, if he's healthy enough and he's not tired I think, I think he has to be on the floor he's the only buddy that he's the only person really that's providing any sort of resistance uh, on any of those drives down the middle he's flying over his weak side help is incredible his recovery is amazing and I just think from what Al Horford gives you being able to stretch out uh, you know, especially if Looney is out there, I think that, you know, Looney is the only prayer that Golden State has of, of offering any rim protection to any time that you can sort of counterbalance that you get wide open Al Horford looks. 
And the, the really interesting thing for me will be to watch the leash that Steve Kerr gives Draymond Green, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we saw him bench him uh, for an extended stretch in that fourth quarter, did end up going back to him playing offense defense. But, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You look at the numbers, and, and Golden State, I believe, is – is uh, plus nine points per 100 possessions with Looney on, Draymond off, a whopping minus 15 with Draymond on without Looney. I think the two of them have been working to w- well together, but I'm interested to see that if Curry says, I'm only going one big, which is it? Does he trust Draymond, or does he go with who's clearly been the better player in the series, which is Kevon Looney? I think you go with clearly the better player. So if you're looking at player props tonight, who do you want to play on, play against? Seems like Draymond would be a play against guy if you can find a good number there. Anything that jumps out to you that you would play tonight in terms of player props, Micah? Yeah, the, the two I really like, I, I saw one earlier out there, is, is the, the combined points, rebounds, assists for Draymond. I believe is 21 and a half. He has not hit that in any, in any four games this series. Uh, and in three of them, really hasn't even come close to hitting it. I like that. Look, I, I think that there's a, there's a world in which Draymond comes out, he gets 11 assists, or he has a 12-rebound game, or maybe maybe he does take 12 shots like he did in Game 1. I don't see how he's going to put all three of those together. I like the under-Draymond combined 21.5, and, and, and I do think that we're going to get a good Jason Tatum game. He's had five straight games shooting under 45%. That's tied for his longest streak of the entire season uh, going back to, to the start of October. As I mentioned before, he's had big games on the road against Miami, against Milwaukee. Uh, he was really good against Brooklyn. I do think Jason Tatum is going to slide out of that funk. I believe it's 27 and a half for him. So I like the over on Tatum points, the under on the just the Draymond overall production. Mike Adams, again, Sporting News. A great follow-up on Twitter as well. Does an awesome job with the league. Mike, always good to talk to you, man. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Enjoy the game. And uh, if you want to play that over, by the way, you can get a point in your favor. Jason Tatum is 26.5 over at BetMGM. Like we always say with props, you have to shop for the best numbers. Definitely shop for good numbers out there on those props. And uh, I'm looking forward to this game five, man. I think this is going to be a great one. I'm not going to be surprised if we got three more games in this series. Yeah, dude, it's going to be exciting. I can't like this. Like I said, this series has been cool. It's been a lot, and it's the series we wanted. And after a postseason, which is kind of an eh, you know, we deserve it. So we'll see if uh, we'll see if the Celtics. Like I said, I uh, I would not uh, I wouldn't turn down a six game series in favor of Boston and the Celtics winning that in their home court. I would also not turn down the drama of Steph Curry winning the Finals MVP and having to come back out in Boston to accept that award. That would be awkward, but right now it seems like it's plausible. It, it, it very much is. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we have a preview to look at. Do we have a golf major coming up this week? Yeah, and we have another major announcement in terms of golf too. Wow! All yeah. right, what a tease. Stick around. It's the Edge here on VSID. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed 
The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of The Edge brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? <laughs> just look for three letters, Z-Y-N. I'm just picturing somebody, you know, like chain-smoking. Be like, God, I wish there was a better way. Well, there is. Zen Nicotine Pouches. They're satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free, and they're a tobacco alternative. And 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. They're America's number one nicotine pouch available in two strengths. So you can find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Head on over to Zen dot com slash find the zyn.com slash find warning product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical all right jvt question for you how many golf majors are there in a year five that's correct you got it because <laughs> the fifth is the third annual v invitational at prim valley golf club sunday august 7th we're going to do it again nice and i've already got 22 players signed up how many total uh we have room for at least 50 all right uh, so it's going to be the Desert Course out in Prim Valley, Sunday, August 7th. Two-player scramble format. If you don't have a partner, I can find one for you. Noon shotgun start. Free to play for all VSIN subscribers. And email matt at vsin.com if you want in. The third annual VSIN Invitational. I was out there Saturday on the course, and uh, it was about 110 degrees. Not too many people out there. It's just me, the rattlesnakes, and the roadrunners. All right, I'm just uh, sorry. You're not going to play. You're not going to play this year, are you? Uh, you have not played in this yet. I'm in. You're in. Just wrangled up a teammate too. Let's go. <laughs> you did that quickly. But he has responded. Oh, okay. Ooh, the dots. Okay. The dots are there for my text message. We'll anyway, you got two months to sign up, and uh, it's going to be a big event. It's uh, almost as big as the British Open. The year's fifth major. Yeah. So I mean, we got three majors left. We got the U.S. Open, the British, and the VSIN Invitational. I just got 100% F yes. So <laughs> let's do it. All right. Okay. I'm in. I got to tell you, kind of a ringer. So let's go. U.S. Open this week. And uh, I, I only played one guy at early numbers. Uh, about two weeks ago, I bet Max Homa at 80 to 1. I was trying to find long shots. I thought we were going to be a good numbers. And it was just hard. Actually, I didn't do a, a great job betting this. In advance, like I usually do, but Max Homa at 80 to 1, Cameron Young at 50 to 1. I'll have the rest of my plays for the U.S. Open on tomorrow's show, but Homa 80, Cameron Young 50, that's all I've got so far. Probably going to bet Sam Burns if I can find a good number on Burns out there. Swinging Sammy uh, was in contention yesterday, but that was a great tournament, by the way. Yeah. RBC Canadian Open. Rory, JT, Tony Finau, Sam Burns, Justin Rose. You had a great leaderboard. Rory was the winner. Right now at BetMGM and Circa, Rory is the favorite in the U.S. Open at 11-1. to 1. Who is he taking shots at this week? Greg Norman. Oh, okay. All who's right. running the Live, uh, okay. Live Tour. Rory won his 21st PGA Tour event, and he passed Greg Norman, who had 20 in his career. I'm excited. I a lot like of people upset in the golf world right now, but this is a big week. And uh, some of those guys who were playing in London last week, like uh, – Phil Mickelson and DJ, they're going to be in this major. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. That's good drama. Well, they had already qualified. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah, a good so. point. Ooh, I'm excited. All right. So we'll talk more U.S. Open tomorrow and Wednesday here on the show. All right, where do you want to go here? You want to go baseball? You want to talk about how the Angels are right back on the winning path? Yeah, and also Even though they lost set the record straight on Shohei Otani last night. If you didn't watch the game, I saw some people complaining on Twitter uh, why this new manager? Why would he bench Shohei Otani? Does this guy know what he's doing? Shohei asked for the night off mm. on Saturday night when he hit Dave a home Ruth run. Would never. Mm. Shohei hit a homer Saturday night. Uh, he, he he pitched a great game against the Red Sox this week. Seven innings, four hits, one run, and uh, he said, I'm, "I'm tired. I need the day off." Well, the Angels have today off too. Right. So Otani essentially wanted two days off. And I can understand with his workload why he needs it. A lot of people were questioning Phil Nevin last night. Why is Otani not out there? Trout was a DH. Otani didn't play. Um, but that's why. So, anyway, 
Are, do, you, do you have any more faith in the Angels to bounce back here after the firing of Joe Madden last week? By the way, you said that uh, – I didn't see this, but you said there was a story out that Joe Madden got a mohawk? Oh, this is a great story. Have you guys see this? So apparently Joe Madden, to kind of liven up the clubhouse, decided to go get a mohawk, right, to like, you know, hey, let's laugh at Joe Madden. Problem was he got fired after he got the mohawk and before he got to the clubhouse. Uh, so he got a mohawk for no, no reason, no apparently. Reason. So, so he's he sitting at home. So he got fired, and he has to walk around the house with a mohawk right. looking like an idiot. Okay. Right. Uh, now, I'm trying to figure out what's dumber. Would it be like... How, how big a fool would you feel like if you get a mohawk, right. you get fired, and then you just got to sit around your house with the mohawk? So I'll ask huh? you, which tact is stupider? Joe Madden getting a mohawk to lighten up the clubhouse or the game in which the Angels played all Nickelback songs for their walk-ups and still ended up losing the game? Mm, I'd say the Mohawk. Yeah, the Mohawk's pretty dumb, especially when you're sitting at home, sad. You know he's drinking wine with this dumb Mohawk. It's like, <laughs> anyway, well, he maybe not be that sad. He's a millionaire. All right, so uh, let's talk about baseball today. Any games to out to you? We'll say it's worth pointing out uh, that the uh, winning streak for Philadelphia, although they are now 30-30 and 30, and it turned things around for them, 9-1 in their last 10, did come to an end. Uh, but now only nine games back of the New York Mets in the uh, AL, or, excuse me, NL East. Well, that's the thing. The Phillies are back in it, but their winning streak ended yesterday. So if you were playing on the Phillies every day, uh, do you just stop betting the Phillies now that they lost one game? Well, Dave's tactic, Dave Koken, Smoking Koken, who's with us, said he's going to bet them until they lose two in a row. Right. Am I putting words in his mouth? I think that was the way he was saying it, right? You're correct. Yeah. He said he's going to play the Phillies until they lost two in a row. Uh, you got to lay a little bit of a price tonight. I think uh, it's a pretty good pitching matchup. I think the Phillies are probably in the right price range at about minus 120. Aaron Nola on the mound. He's been, I want to say, solid, not spectacular. He's got a, uh, at this point, a whip. Excuse me. Uh, actually, his whip is uh, better than I thought it was. Yeah, he, I mean, his underlying numbers are really good, too. He's got 10.2 Ks per nine. Yep. All of his numbers look pretty good, except for 10 home runs allowed, but in, se in 74 and two-thirds inning, Nolan's been pretty good. Uh, his whip's, what, .9, 90 or yep, so? I got, to, I got him at 0 0.88 for his okay. whip, so it's in, yeah, rounded up to .9. Uh, and then the underlying numbers, too, 267 expected ERA, 324 fielding independent. Uh, like we talked about with him, you know, last year his underlying numbers were really good, too. The results just never translated. This year it's kind of translating for him a bit. You know, 350 yeah. ERA is pretty solid, and there's room for him to improve. So he's been pretty good. I know a lot of people have thrown him out as a potential, like, dark horse middle of the pack um, Cy Young candidate mm -hmm. to potentially start to really push forward, especially if his underlying numbers start to come to the surface. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I would probably play the Phillies here at minus 120. So it's a better scheduling spot for the Phillies, that's for sure. Not that that means a whole lot when you're handicapping baseball, but it means a little bit. How about, because uh, I, I love bringing them up, because this is one of those, you ever have dudes who you watch, you just happen to watch like their debut? Like for me, it was Alec Manoa. Like I remember the day oh, that yeah. he came up and I was like watching him. I'm like, hey, this guy's pretty good. Oh, he shut down the Yankees yeah, in the yep. box. It was that's, great. That's it was, what opened my eyes. I said, wow, this Manoa kid can pitch. And yeah. the respect that he, and he deserves it from the market. 181 ERA for him, 274 expected and 305 fielding independent. He is a $2.80 favorite over the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Toronto at home here, opposing one Bradish, uh, Kyle Bradish for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, and again, well-respected. The Blue Jays' lineup has turned things around a little bit here, but Manoa has been arguably the best pitcher in baseball up to this point. Yeah, and if you're going to bet this, I think you just have to lay the run and a half. That's basically the only option you've got. If you want to throw the Blue Jays minus $3 on a parlay, I guess you could do that. But last overnight, I saw a number of minus 265 and a run line of minus 135. And um, I actually considered playing the run line on the Blue Jays last night. I did not do it. I just don't bet many run lines, but I don't think that's a bad bet. Yeah, this was an important stretch for uh, the Blue Jays. They had a series with Minnesota last week, Kansas City, Detroit, who they just split for four games. Um, so a little bit of a missed opportunity there. But four games with Baltimore to really pump up their resume uh, before they get to a three-game set late this week. Mm -hmm. It'll be a weekend series with the New York Yankees. So really important week, I would think, for the Toronto Blue Jays up to this point. Cubs got their uh, heads bashed in by the Yankees yes. over the weekend. And uh, the Cubs come home to host the Padres tonight. You Darvish on the mound. How much faith do you have in you uh, Darvish as a uh, road favorite? Minus one thirty. Darvish, I think he deserves it. I mean, if you look again with Darvish and the way that he has pitched, there was an argument earlier in the season uh, that he has pitched a little bit better than his numbers would indicate. Now, I think the number, like the gaps, tightened. It's not crazy. Three sixty one ERA, three thirty nine fielding independent. His strikeouts are way down this year. It mm -hmm. is nowhere near uh, the same rate that he would in years past. Uh, so I think that he deserves 
to be respected by the market to a certain extent. The problem is, if you're talking about minus 130 for a Padres lineup, which has eh, kind of struggled a little bit at times, you don't really have a lot of faith that he's going to get the run support that he deserves. But also, you have to consider the flip side, which is Justin Steele has, on the surface, not been very good. But his underlying numbers are pretty tight. I would actually say that minus 130 might be slightly high here. Yeah, I, San I, Diego. Can't, I can't weigh it. Right? Yeah, I can't do it. Actually, uh, I was looking at the Giants tonight, too. I got priced out of that game. Alex Wood on the mound as a favorite. The Giants looked really good over the weekend. They swept the Dodgers. They took the broom to the Dodgers' butts. But the problem is, after a big series like that, sometimes you can have a little bit of a letdown. I'm not going to lay the price. I think if I had to make a baseball bet tonight, it'd probably be the Blue Jays and Alec Manoa on the run line. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that does it for us. If I had to make a bet, it would be Celtics. Well, that, I was just going to make a cheesy segue like, I would bet on my guys in the desert being awesome. And that's coming up next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make sure you check out everything we have to offer at vsin.com. I will be up actually late tonight on the nightcap. I'll be on with Scott Seidenberg throughout the end of that NBA Finals matchup, plus the postgame pod up on vsin.com too. So check it all out. Talk to you later. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.